Welcome to Real Estate Investing in the Real World Podcast. The topic of this episode is what every real estate investor needs to know about loans for rental property. So whether you own rental property now or you have any plans in your career to own rental property, you need to know the wisdom I'm going to share with you. And that's because every rental property needs to have a loan against it. Never been a fan of owning rental property free and clear. In fact, I have a video proving why that's such a bad idea. I go so far on that video as to say that it's financially irresponsible to not have a loan against rental property, so long as it's a long-term, ideally low, fixed-rate interest loan. So where do these loans come from? Where do you get a 30-year fixed rate with a reasonable interest rate loan against rental property if you're an investor? Well, that's what this is all about. And I'm going to focus on residential real estate. That's single-family homes, duplexes, triplexes, up to four units, uh, vacation rentals. These loan options you're going to learn about and the little tips and tricks along the way apply to residential, not commercial. So let's dive in. There are four main sources or types of lenders that provide the best loans for rental property for investors. We'll start with conventional and then we'll head all the way down to portfolio. And I'm going to share with you the pros and cons of each, where they fit in for which investors so that you can find the best fit for your next rental property loan. You may be familiar with a conventional mortgage. These are loans that are sold on the secondary mortgage market to Fannie Mae, Freddie Mac. Just about every bank and mortgage company that exists originates conventional loans. This is the majority of mortgages in America. This is what they are. But these are primarily for owner occupants, people living in the home as their primary residence. But what about investors? Can investors get conventional loans? Well, yes, they can because Fannie and Freddie will buy non-owner occupied loans if they're single family up to fourplex. But it comes with all the strings attached, such as having to verify the income and have a perfect loan application. And so for many investors, this is difficult to pull off. But I'm going to tell you one more part to this, the most important part to this. Conventional has a gigantic weakness. And that weakness is that they will not allow you to own rental property in an LLC. You must buy the property in your personal name. And so what some investors have done over the years is they say, well, that's not a big problem, Phil. I'll buy it in my personal name and then I'll quit claim it into my LLC. Well, let me tell you a couple of major problems with that otherwise brilliant strategy. Number one, when you move the property into the LLC, you voided your title policy. So if you do have a title problem down the road, could be a huge issue because your policy has just been voided. And you just paid some good money for it when you bought that, that property. The next problem is that in many states, it started with Florida, but many states have caught on. What they now do is they charge a recording tax at the same amount as the mortgage. So I know on a, on a deal that I did, I did this, this conventional loan because it was a second home loan because I was doing a vacation rental. It was, it was my first one many, many years ago. And when I moved it into an LLC, I was charged uh, recording taxes for recording that quick claim deed. And that was an extra $5,000. So you not only have a problem with the title policy, you have a problem with having to potentially pay more than recording fees. And then the last problem is the actual insurance. Because remember, you're buying your own property subject to, if you will, if you transfer into an LLC after closing. And so it sometimes can be a real hassle with your insurance company. Your insurance rates go up. 
So I am not a fan of investors getting a conventional loan on their rental property. And here's why. There's an option that gives you the same benefits of conventional. And what are those benefits? Real quick, when it comes to interest rate, they have the lowest interest rates. Okay, now they do have the highest amount of, I'm going to call it, you know, requirements. Um, they have the highest requirements, but they have the lowest interest rate. But how can you have your cake and eat it too if you do look good on paper, right? If you can get a conventional loan. Well, that's where we come to local banks and credit unions. They're not all going to do this. You're going to have to make some phone calls. But you're going to find that certain local banks and credit unions will have the same underwriting guidelines as a conventional loan. You'll get a very similar, if not the same, interest rate as a conventional loan. The requirements are going to be the same, but you get to use your LLC as the owner. So local banks are a great option for rental property owners. A lot of them do this. Now it changes consistently. So what one local bank had an appetite for, uh, at, at one point in time, they no longer do. It ebbs and flows. So I don't have a list for you of local banks or credit unions to work with because it's always changing. But this is the place to go. If you look great on paper as a rental property owner, this is the one to go to for your loan. Get the great, you get the benefits of conventional while you get to own it in an LLC. But what if you don't look perfect on paper, like most real estate investors, right? You don't have that huge flowing W-2 income. Maybe you do have decent credit, but you're not able to prove the income the way that a conventional or local bank wants to see it. Then where do you go? Non-QM lenders. Non-QM. What's QM stand for? Qualified mortgage. You can Google this phrase, non-QM lenders, and you'll see an entire list of them. So non-QM lenders is the place that so many investors operate in because here's what happens. You have slightly lower requirements. The requirements are not as bad. I'm going to give you an example. Maybe you can show a lot of income from your bank statements, but not from your tax returns because you're able to deduct a lot of things and a lot of projects you've been working on. Okay, this is a perfect place, non-QM. Non-QM can even go all the way down to almost stated income level stuff. So non-QM is a great zone for you to operate in. Yes, you can own the property in your LLC. Yes, they'll do 30-year fixed rate loans. Now, the interest rate's a little bit higher, okay? So what's going to happen here if the prevailing rate for a conventional or local bank loan is about a point, we call it a point in the mortgage world, uh, percentage to 1.5% more than the prevailing rate, if that's what these are, this is going to be like another, not quite a, a point, but almost a point more than this zone right here, okay? That there's a rate bump, that's the phrase in the mortgage world. When you go, okay, obviously from if you lived in the house to now you're a non-owner occupied loan, and that's where you get this bump off the prevailing rate, and then this is another bump off of this rate, okay? So now you get into this zone, and you've got a slightly higher interest rate, but you've got more flexible requirements. Here's what you need to know about non-QM lenders. You don't go directly to them. You have to go through a mortgage broker. These are wholesale lenders. They work through mortgage brokers 
rather than having a bunch of staff in-house to handle loan origination. But here's the problem. Mortgage brokers have a high level of flexibility on what they work on and who they work with. And a lot of mortgage brokers that have any talent, that are skilled, they discover that they can make just as much money on non-QM loans as they can on conventional. And conventional's easier, much easier for them. So one of the main problems investors run into with non-QM loans is finding mortgage brokers who are willing to work with them. And they have experience with non-QM lenders. Because non-QM lenders do ask for a lot of documentation. It typically is not just the, the borrower, but it might be uh, the property itself. And so what happens is you've got to treat the mortgage broker kindly because they could just drop you. And it's very common on, the, on a project I did recently, just as a test on this, it was funny. Some of the mortgage brokers that I've known for years and years, they're like, no, Phil, I'm not gonna mess with non-QM. It's such a pain in the butt. So they do work harder for the same pay. So you, you do have to build a relationship with a mortgage broker that is willing to do non-QM and has experience with it. Because again, with the lack of requirements, if you will, comes some other hassles. And so that's the secret to non-QM. Uh, one of the things I love about non-QM is the range to which they'll work. I did a deal recently where they were willing to do a 40-year loan. First 10 years were interest only, and then after that it was 30-year amortized. So non-QM, there's some really cool stuff you can do in there. And as far as the names of some of the lenders, I will tell you this. If you talk to a mortgage broker, mention names like Angel Oak, like Citadel, like New Res. Those are, those are the big ones, okay? And, and you can Google it. Again, Google this phrase and look up some names as well. You want to talk to mortgage brokers and interview them. Have you done a deal with Angel Oak recently or another non-QM lender? And how did it go? What were the terms? What were the details? So when you work with a mortgage broker, you've got that double challenge. You've got to find one that works with these groups and also likes to work with these groups. All right, so that's non-QM. Many investors are going to be in this zone right here. But what if you don't look good at all on paper? Right? You can't even show bank statement income. Sure, there are, like I said, there's some non, there's some standard income here, but non-QM lenders are still looking at you as the borrower. But what if your property is awesome? What if it's cash flowing well? What if it's a very productive rental property, but you on paper somehow look terrible? You need a lender that's focused not on you, but is focused on the property. And you're not looking for a hard money lender, a short-term lender. You're looking for a long-term fixed-rate rental property lender that's focused on the property. Where do you go? Introducing portfolio lenders. These lenders have come about in about the last three to four years. And not only do they provide hard money loans, they also provide permanent long-term 30-year fixed-rate loans on rental property. And these portfolio lenders Focus on the property 
far more than you as the borrower. In fact, some of them, all they look up is your credit to make sure you're at least 640. And then from there, all they focus on is the property. I did one as an experiment with a portfolio lender and I did it on a vacation rental and they focused completely on the income. They asked me to get statements for Airbnb and VRBO and they could care less about me personally, even though I look perfect on paper. Again, I wanted to do a test for everybody in my group. And so portfolio lenders, they're amazing for investors right now. Okay, what's the drawback? The drawback is the interest rate's a little bit higher. So again, going on this scale, if this is uh, plus one to plus 1.5 of the prevailing rate that you see listed for a typical home mortgage, this is about another point higher. And then this is not quite, but I'll just do round numbers, about a point higher usually. So uh, right now in today's numbers, you know, these are gonna be somewhere in the fours. These are somewhere in the fives. These are probably in the super low sixes, in the upper fives, low sixes. So if we're talking about a property that cash flows very well, but you don't look good on paper, you go here. But there are other reasons why you would go portfolio. Another example is gonna be if you have a lot of rental property loans. At some point, if you have too many, they won't, they won't lend on you. Non-QM might be a little bit more flexible, but even then they might stop, let's say if you have 12 loans, whereas these guys could care less. In fact, these guys like the bigger portfolios. In fact, they, they love being able to lend on 20, 30, 50, 80 properties. They love that stuff. Portfolio lenders have been amazing. Now, the, whereas it's difficult to recommend a mortgage broker to you because I don't want you to, you know, uh, call one of these people and then, you know, somebody just ruin it for everybody. Very difficult because this is a moving target. I'm not a fan of this anyways. I can recommend Portfolio Lender. Finance of America Commercial. I've got a great contact there named Jerry Collins. He'll take really good care of you. Now, Finance of American Commercial is one of many of these portfolio lenders that have come out. Another one, another major one would be Corvest. Another would be Vizio Lending, uh, Lima One, Lending One. Uh, but this group right here has been a huge benefit to real estate investors. They cater to us. Now, sure, their interest rates are a little higher, but they know who we are. They recognize what we're trying to accomplish. They're not intimidated if you're trying to buy three properties in one year, like a, a local bank would or even some non-QM lenders. They want people to own a lot of rental property. They're one of us. So a big fan of portfolio lenders in the event that you can't go the non-QM route or the uh, local bank route with your rental property. And even if you can, sometimes you may choose to go with them because they're just a heck of a lot easier. It's smooth sailing getting a loan through this group. And before we wrap up, there's one really important subtopic I need to share with you. And it has to do with down payment. What's the down payment requirement for this? Well, Almost unanimously, you're looking at at least 20% down for a purchase. And if you're doing a cash out refinance, they'll usually require 25% equity or a 75% LTV loan. So some people hear that and they say, but Phil, what about all this no money down talk? Well, no money down deals are typically done by structuring them with the homeowner or you take over their loan subject to, or you do owner financing. But rarely are those the deals that are long-term. Usually when you structure subject two, the seller may only allow it for a couple of years or owner financing for a couple of years. So if you're looking to do long-term deals, you need to look at doing these kind of loans. 
or you get a hard money loan or you do a short-term deal, you get the property renovated and stabilized, and then you do a cash-out refinance with one of these loans. I get this this uh, bewilderment from people that think to themselves that they can become these rental property investors and acquire all these incredibly good cash flowing properties with no money down. That's not really how it works. Instead, what we recommend is go use the creative no money down type techniques to make a bunch of money, to produce big chunks of cash. And then what you do is you take those chunks of cash and you get these kind of loans to buy the right rental properties that are cash flowing well in the right locations. Does that make sense? So you're, you're not going to get around this down payment requirement what you're going to do is you're going to find a way to get the money for the down payment requirement, either in the form of cash or in the form of equity when you do a cash out refinance. I hope that was helpful for you. I hope it was very valuable information you can use and apply. And if you don't already have it, I give away my book, How to Be a Real Estate Investor, for free. So make sure you download and uh, read that. And if you want to work directly with me and my team, if you want to become a world-class, one of the most successful real estate investors in your entire region, consider my apprentice program where my team and I, we will take you from beginner to complete winner.